In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear brethren, the mystery we are called to contemplate today fills heaven and earth with awe. One God in three persons. The mystery of the Most Holy Trinity was spoken of from the very first words of the Holy Scriptures. But these words remained sealed. They remained mysterious until the coming of our Lord. Because it was reserved to the Lamb of God to open the seals of the holy books and to reveal to his disciples the profound meaning of the Word of God. We remember when after his passion and resurrection our Lord appeared to two of his disciples in the way to Emmaus. And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, our Lord gave them the right understanding concerning the Scriptures. And it is the same for us. The words of Christ bring light and understanding to the words of the Old Testament. So let us read now some passages of the Old Testament, but through the light of Christ, in order to see the manifestation of the Most Holy Trinity since the creation of the world. And we start with the very first verse of the Scriptures. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. We read, In principio, creavit Deus celum et terra. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. These words could pass without a further examination and simply signify that heaven and earth were created in the beginning of time. That is what we usually understand from this passage. That heaven and earth were created in the beginning of time. And that's true. However, this interpretation alone would be insufficient. Insufficient. Because there is something else behind this beginning. Something deeper. Something higher. God created heaven and earth in the beginning. What 
what is, in the most profound sense, this beginning. In order to give an answer to this question, we have to appeal to the light of the New Testament, which will give us the key to understand the most profound meaning of this word. And it is the Apostle St. John who is going to reveal to us what this beginning means. In the very first words of his gospel, St. John uncovers the mystery. He says, In principio erat verbum. In the beginning, was the Word. So in this verse, the Apostle identifies the beginning with the Word. The beginning was the Word, or the beginning is the Word. And this is the key to understand the whole thing. The verbum, the word of God, is the beginning through which God created the heaven and earth. And this word of God is not something, but someone. This word is the only begotten Son of God, our Lord Jesus Christ. And St. John continues, And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, meaning, and the Son was with God, and the Son was God. He was in the beginning with God from all eternity. Everything was made through Him. You see? Everything was made through Him. And without Him, nothing of what exists was made. Our Lord Himself declared in the chapter 8 of the same Gospel of St. John, Ego sum principium, I am the beginning, He said. So God created everything, heaven and earth, the invisible and the visible, through His only begotten Son, who is His almighty Word. God spoke, and everything was made. So this is what we find in the very first verse of the Holy Scriptures. As our Lord Himself said, through the mouth of the prophet, in capite libri, scriptum est de me, in the head of the holy books, it's written about me. So our Lord is the beginning in which God created heaven and earth.
But now, if we move down to the second verse of the book of Genesis, there we will find the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God, it's written, moved over the waters. And here this Spirit does not mean simply a wind blowing, but it means the Holy Spirit Himself. Like a dove that brings warmth, so life can spring forth from the eggs. In the same way, the Holy Spirit was moving over the entire creation in order to bring life to everything. That's why he is called Dominum et Vivificantum, because he is Lord and the giver of life. So we see that everything which was created by God was created through the Son in the Holy Spirit. So we could say that the Son and the Holy Spirit are like the two hands of God by which He operates. Quonian ex ipso et peripsum et in ipso sunt omnia. Everything comes from the Father through the Son in the Holy Spirit. The creation is the work of the whole Trinity. And we can see this truth confirmed once again in the creation of men. It is written that God said, Fasciamus hominem ad imaginem et similitudine nostra. Let us make men according to our image and likeness. So here we see that the scriptures employ the plural. Let us make. Clearly to signify the mystery of the most holy trinity. Let us make men according to our image and likeness. But some people I know could try to say that here God is addressing the angels. And that's the reason why he speaks in the plural. But what is necessary for us to know is that God is the only one who can create. The angels, because they are creatures, they do not have this divine power. So why would God tell them, let us make men, if they were unable to do so? But the truth is that God is not addressing the angels, but the Son and the Holy Spirit. Because we are made according to the image of God, which means that we are made according to the image of the Most Holy Trinity.
So, my brethren, we would have many more proofs concerning the presence of the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity in the Old Testament. But these ones taken from the first chapter of Genesis should be enough. Enough for us to realize that our faith in the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity is not an invention of the Church, is not an alteration of the truth, but it is truth itself, as it was taught from the very beginning in the Holy Scriptures, and was finally clearly revealed to us by our Lord Jesus Christ himself. He is the one who said, Go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And this is the destruction of the errors of the pagans, because we confess only one divinity, and this is the confusion of the perfidy of the Jews because we confess three divine persons. And this is the faith of the Church of Christ without which no one can be saved. One God in three persons. So my brethren, May our whole life be like a chant in honor of this great mystery. <clears throat> Gloria Patria et Filio et Spiritui Santo. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.